defenses. Initiate bank protocol. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another wonderful week with your friends in Bird Protocol. My name is Palm Reader. And I'm Otis Morris, your biggest boy, biggest yeah. bird. Biggest you know, bird. You know, the bird boys. On the side of the 49th parallel. I'm the up bird, here. The bird boys Big are ostrich. back. Uh, yeah, huge. It, uh, is there an Indian? ostrich in Canada? Uh, I, I don't think so. There's no uh, land-faring birds, like no emus or casseries or whatever. I guess. What are fucking peacocks considered? Uh, I think they're just they're birds. They're just bird? <laughs> just bird? <laughs> I don't know. I think peacocks can fly. Can peacocks yeah. fly? That's a good question. I don't know. Because anyway. I've only ever seen them in like public parks and like... Maybe their like wings are clipped, in which case that's just sad. Birds yeah. need to fly. Birds of a feather definitely need to Birds flock gotta together. Birds got to prosper for sure. <laughs> All right, we're back with All a right. another episode, a stunning episode. If you missed last week's Zack was, Snyder's uh, Justice League, this is the best one yet. Inarguably, the best it, episode of Bird Protocol there is. It was a banger so far, I'd say. And this week we are. Just kind of swerving into a different lane here. We're going to be talking about one of our favorite uh, recent video games. Um, yeah, this is our first, first video, video game. game. Yeah, it's our first video game episode. So we're going to try and like, you know, this is going to be a bit of a feeling our way through it. But this week we're super stoked because we're talking about one of the best games to come out in a long time. A game we both very much love. And, uh, yeah. and, and I literally played it because of... Otis's recommendation uh, uh, because uh, you know, I, I was just, there was a lot of good reviews of it, but I, you know, I'm so uh, cautious about buying new games because they're so fucking expensive now. And, yeah. uh, and Otis said, you got to play this. You love samurai shit, get on it. So I got right into my Bushido fantasy world and it fucking rules. We are talking yeah. about ghost of Shishima. It is a uh, 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 one hell of a video game. Um, it is, it it came, is the best drunk purchase I've ever made in my entire life. I, Hands down. <laughs> what, you just, just you were hammered and you yeah, saw it? <laughs> yeah, I was hammered one night on PlayStation. And this was before the game was even, like, this is like, it was for pre-order. So it's like a couple, like four days maybe before the game came out. And I was like, I was like, I've, I don't even know what this is. And I was like, oh, shit. It's by Sucker Punch. They did fucking Infamous. I love the Infamous games. And then I was like, oh, shit. It's a samurai game. And I was just like, yo, I, I don't even... I'm down. I'm down. And I just bought it. You know what? I have to actually edit that because it wasn't me who bought it. It was my girlfriend bought it for me because it was around the time after you had played it for a bit. And it was we were buying Christmas gifts for one another. Uh, And I said, I wanted to try it. She bought it for me. So thank you, Meg for buying me ghost of Shima. It's fucking banger. 
Um, so let's just get through. We're going to run through the wiki real quick and then we'll get to our first impressions and what we liked and all that stuff. Um, it was, it's a 2020 action adventure game developed by Sucker Punch Productions for, uh, and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. It's on the PS4, um, and it runs and looks great on the PS5. It runs and looks great on the PS4 too. It is a beautiful game. It's an open world samurai, uh, action quest, uh, you're protecting, stealth. yes, stealth. Uh, there's there's some platforming, um, but it's uh, you're 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 protecting. You're the last one of the last samurais left on Shishima Island uh, during the first Mongol invasion of Japan. Um, it was released in July 17th, 2020. Uh, received praise for its visuals and combat, um, but was criticized for its open world activities. Wikipedia, what? I, I thought the open world shit is great. You know what? We'll get into that. Uh, it yeah, got several award nominations uh, and wins, and it sold 6.5 million copies as of March 2021. Um, nice. It is, uh, it is um, the, the plot of... I'm not going to go through much too much of the plot, but Koden uh, yeah. Khan lands on the Japanese island of Tsushima. Uh, Jin Sakai, that's who you play as. Yeah, um, plays a bad boy. Uh, he he and some other samurai lords, um, led by his uncle Lord Shimura, they attempt to repel the invasion and just get absolutely slapped around, like yeah, like they get m- murked, like totally. Yeah, the whole game, you're just getting your ass kicked, kind of. I mean, you're kicking ass, but like also being having your ass handed to you. Yeah, the game to the fault of the game's story. It kind of get the story kind of gets repetitive because you kind of get smacked around by the Mongols and you're like fuck, I gotta go recruit some boys and then you go recruit some badass motherfuckers. Then you come back, you look like you're gonna slap up the Mongols a bit, and then, and then they, they come. Away. Then the Mongols come through with some bigger shit. Then you're like fuck, we gotta regroup again. Yeah, and it you tends, know, cut, rinse, repeat. That's kind of how the yeah. story goes. Well, with, and also and addition, the the, it, the characters are interesting. The people that they bring in and their backstories are fleshed out and. The story is really well written. And, oh yeah, it's just it's, it, it's just kind of repetitive. It's so, it, they kind of bookend the chapters because like the island is separated into three sections. Yeah. They kind of bookend the chapters with, like you said, you get your your team together, you do these missions to get people to like believe that you're actually this sick ass dude, and then uh, and then you get your team together, show up. You're like, I'm going to do it. And you get right to the end and it's like, ha, psych, I'm gone. But like, here's yeah. another. Or you there's know. like a twist or something. And yeah. then you're like, ah, fuck, back to square one on the and next you, island. Yeah, in the next part of the island or the next island. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't want to get through too much of the plot because I don't want to give it away. This is one of these things where I actually really want people to try it. So. I don't want to give away too many of the big twists or anything, but let's just say it was modeled on a lot of um, of of great samurai classic samurai films. the The mm-hmm. storyline it feels like you're dropped right in. The game has a mode that's called uh, Kurosawa mode, which recreates um, Kurosawa films. And, yeah, and like black and white, black film and white grain. With and film it looks grain really stuff. nice. However, I just started a new game this morning, and I was like, I'm gonna play this in Kurosawa mode. After about an hour, you're you're like, nah, this is just fucking annoying. Because yeah, true. the game itself is so good looking, and the colors 
are so nice. You're like, I don't, I know what this game looks like. Yeah, I, colors, so. I was going to say, like, the, the, um, when I first it's, started playing it, I was like, this is beautiful. Like, this is actually it's like probably one of the best looking games you can it's get. It's beautiful. It's truly beautiful. Um, anyway, let's just keep finish running through this. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the different characters and everything. All you need to know yeah. is uh, there's a whole supporting cast of characters that uh, will help you or hinder you through your journey. Um, and, uh, and it's, um, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, uh, we, we will touch upon them as we go through this stuff, but, uh, I yeah. just wanted to say that, um, I, I'm, I hope that people who are stuck inside during the pandemic, um, got a chance to play this and actually like put time into it because there's so much you can do. I don't know why they would criticize it for the open world stuff. I love a lot of the open world stuff. I love stuff. the open world stuff. Um, I love just like, well, that's my favorite. I also love just doing that in any game. If you can let me just explore a mountain for like a half hour, hell yeah. I'm yeah. going to fucking climb that mountain from all sides and just see what goodies are up there. All right. So we're going to talk about the reception. The game received re generally favorable reviews. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the generally favor favorable reviews are like 9.5 out of 10, 9.5 out of yeah. 10, uh, 5 out of 6 stars, uh, uh, 5.5 out of It's probably five. the best reviewed game of last year. Yeah, 4.5 stars like out of 5, of 9 out of 10, two. 9 out of 10, 4 out of 5. Um, some places seem to be a little bit harsher on it. I don't know if it's just fatigue of the open world stuff, but I also think those people might be just bad at reviewing, um, yeah. because it's an incredible game. Uh, four out of five Yeah. Metacritic gives it an 83 out of a hundred. Uh, the aesthetics and visuals of the game re received significant praise. Uh, Mitchell Saltzman of IGN described the game as an absolutely gorgeous adventure through one of history's most strikingly beautiful landscapes while criticizing the enemy AI in combat. Despite not recommending the title, Chris Tapsell of Eurogamer said the game's world as a whole is beautiful, utterly, undeniably, oppressively beautiful. Why would you not recommend this? Uh, I don't know. I do. I understand that criticism. That's sort of one of my criticisms too, is the combat. Once you figure out the combat system, um, basically the combat system is the same as like any sort of open world game. You have your light attack, your heart attack. It's like the game plays like any Assassin's Creed game. The game's essentially just the best Assassin's Creed game that doesn't have the words Assassin's Creed on the title. That's the easiest way to describe the gameplay of this game. But the thing is, it adds the thing of the stances. That's cool. So there's like multiple enemies and you have to kind of figure out what stance to sort of square up to them with. But once you realize how it works, that each stance just sort of correlates to a different enemy, it's just kind of like, okay, this guy's water stance, this guy's moon stance, and you just kind of kick ass. But it's fun. It's really fun. See, um, honestly, and it might have been that I bought the game later, like I got the game in December, and that might be why um, it wasn't as bad for me because the AI had been updated and things like i remember maybe. when it first came out people were saying like oh if you just get on top of a rock the ai can't hit you like they're just stupid they won't get up which uh, well, obviously that's just, that's just you that's just idiots like cheating why would but, you even do that that's but just still i'm just fun. saying like 
you know, people find reasons to criticize. Now, here's the thing: critics yeah. were more mixed when it came to the when it came to the activities found across the open world. Polygon's Carolyn Pettit said the game offers a lovely world to explore, and there's value in that. But it should have been so much more than a checklist of activities to accomplish. Uh, Kotaku's Ian Walker said, "I found myself audibly sighing every time I." Cr- crested a hill towards a mystery objective only to find another fox to follow or another haiku to compose these diversions while unique at first glance proved to just be busy work as time wore on well that's not true because the foxes give you uh charms and yeah. uh and the haikus give you headbands and you don't have to fucking do them if you don't want to yeah so why don't you ian walker why don't you ian walk yeah but still like whatever you know, yeah. you can do it or it's not. It's still fun. I still Ian like Walker it can walk back his fun. comments. Like, I think that's stupid as hell. Yeah. I, I like all of this. I like all of the small things. I like being a busy body. I don't like wandering aimlessly. Uh, sometimes I like to just check things off and level up. I'm the type of person that will do all the side quests before the main quest so I can just kind of glide through the main quest with all of the upgrades and stuff. So, like, I like that. Um there were some people uh, that said the combat just flowed and felt right, uh, yeah. and that there's it a does. very strong it's the, rhythm it's the to combat it. Yeah, it's great, but yeah, it, once you figure out how what enemies to do what, it just kind of gets repetitive. Because there's only like four or five types of enemies. So. Well, but as you go on, the yeah, enemies yeah, the become, other things happen. Yeah, other things that, happen, and they obviously like, become they have, better. They, they have, become you know, the fire arrows and the people who are yeah. throwing the bombs and stuff like that. It, yeah, it grows as like, you go. Contraptions and shit. Uh, four editors from the Japanese video game magazine Famitsu gave the game a rare 40 of 40 perfect score. This is the third Western game to receive top score along with the Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, uh grand theft auto 5 and it doesn't even say what the oh that is the third one um you know and honestly like i think a lot of these criticisms like here's what i think about critics i'm gonna get into this because like we kind of criticize about stuff but at the end of the day we both know that like people just like what what they like you know you and i will talk about something that we like and someone may be like well i don't like that and we're like that's cool you're not you don't have to you know, you don't have yeah. to like it. But I feel like people who who review video games, it's like part of their job to like find shit to complain about. You know what I mean? And I, the dumbest thing about fucking video game reviews is like, did you actually sit down and play all like 40 hours of the video game before you wrote this? Probably not. Like... I like if I actually wanted to like play games, like if you had to write a review, if you could only write a review of a video game that you've actually beaten, how many reviews could you like actually write? Like, and I think like I'd I'd still be fucking writing my review of The Witcher, and I've been playing that game for like a year now. (laughs) Well, this is the thing like, you know, you could if you're gonna write about a video game and you're gonna critique it, I understand being like oh well you know the the side quest kind of annoyed me or whatever um but like i feel like people put these like put the critical responses as like it as like some kind of like golden rule where it's like just because some dude played it and he was like "Eh, it really wasn't for me people are like well this game must be ass you know what i mean like there's no 
there's no like kind of like thing where people are saying, well, th- this is why I like the game. This is what I found good about it. Here are the things that kind of annoyed me. But if you like this, you're going to like it. I mean, there are reviewers that do do stuff like that. I just think that like, get, you know, play, looking at this game and then cutting it down a, a star point or a f- half a star or whatever, because I didn't really care for having to do the haikus, which are a totally optional thing to do. Yeah. Is like the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, I, you know, I, the game was brilliant. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it uh, for the two hours that I played it. But then there was like some Fox stuff that I, I was supposed to do, but like, I didn't really want to do it and it's annoying. So then like, don't, uh, then don't, yeah, do then it. don't do it. Yeah. Just do the story missions. Like, Man, like the point of an open world game is for it to be open and open-ended and for you to choose what you want to do. But there is a main storyline that goes through it. And not to mention a absolutely busload of side quests and yeah. side things that you can do. So I don't understand where these, why these dudes... Maybe I'm just on a personal vendetta about the critics on this game because I think it's so fucking good. But, you know, I guess... I, know, I, I understand it because to me, this is how I describe the game. Like, even I think how when I even like pitched it to you, I was like, this game doesn't reinvent the wheel in any aspect of gaming. Like, everything that you do in this game is done somewhere else in a different video game. But this one just does everything so well. Yeah. Like, nothing like the combat is great, the stealth is great, the platforming is great, the environment, the graphic, everything top to bottom, it's all fantastic. But like nothing, there's nothing in this game that's like holy shit. This is the first time I've ever seen a game that well, does that. I would More say the, less, I would say the graphics. That- I would say the graphics. Uh, some of the some of the moments in the game graphically, like even just walking around, I've never seen. Like it's like, be- like stunningly beautiful, and I don't think yeah, I'm I've just seen, talking about gameplay though. Maybe the I game- guess maybe Red Dead Redemption. Graphic wise, yeah, like open world wise, maybe, but yeah. Um, yeah, but well, I guess we need to talk a bit about the story. To I guess, oh yeah, no, people, we're gonna get it, thinking about because you're thinking about how we, is this game a stealth game when you're a samurai? That doesn't make sense because yeah. samurai are not stealthy. They're let's just get straight up. Hold on, I'm gonna fucking fight. So we should probably talk about that a bit. Let's pause. Let's pause. Put put the brakes on that because we kind of careened off of the the road there talking about critics and talking about all this stuff. Let's actually just talk about, uh, um, well, firstly, I wanted to say that, um, it did win a bunch of, uh, awards. It won, um, uh, the game critics awards, it won a special commendation for graphics and for sound. The sound in this game is awesome. Uh, Here's the thing about fucking game critics is that I've never given a single shit of what any game critic says. Because for the last 10 years, people have been telling me that The Last of Us is the greatest game of all time. And let me tell you, that's a fucking 20-hour snooze fest. That game is boring as shit, okay? Nothing is interesting. I've enjoyed fucking shittier episodes of The Walking Dead compared to that game. That game stinks, and yet I still bought the second one. Because I'm a fucking sucker. But oh, you just, know what? That's where critics get. But and that's the thing off. is that like and again, I think criticism like because there's so much like who really yeah. is going to sit down and re- like this yeah. is the thing that I don't understand is like who's going to sit down and review like 
like seriously review. So let's look at let's look at Call of Duty Modern Warfare. If you sit down yeah. and you seriously review that and you're like, well, it's trash. It's trash. Talk it's the same trash. as ever. You it's look, it's a game where you 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 go, you play yeah. online with people, you get pissed off, you keep yeah. playing until you don't want to play anymore, and then every and once in a while you have a hundred dollars out of my pockets every year. Yeah. Like so. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I, I understand talking about the technical achievements of the games and the things that they've done over time and all this stuff. But like at the end of the day, if you're coming in and you're criticizing and you're like, well, you know, you know what you're going to get, you know, it's, it's not like, um, I don't know. It's, I just find sometimes criticism about stuff is levied at, in the wrong way. And I just, it irks me, I guess a bit. It's the same with music. Like, People come and they review something and they're like people who are critique or who are who do critiques for or critics for their livelihood. It's like they have this like holy writ kind of like I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this. And and immediately people, all the people who follow them or read their column or whatever, base their opinion off of it, off of people who probably haven't listened to the full uh, record multiple times or played the full game yeah. or done, you know, it's just people kind of like giving their reactions. It's, you know, you yeah. look at it all the time. It's like, it's, um, well, like right now I just watched the new Eric Andre movie and it's so fun. I was crying laughing. It's hilarious. It's the funniest 90 minutes I've encountered in the last couple of years. It's the funniest movie guess, I've seen. Critics so long. It. Critics hate it. They're like, this is trash. This isn't funny. I'm like, yeah, have you ever actually cry laughed at a Woody Allen movie, you fucking nerd? Shut or up. Have, or like, or do you up. even, like, how do you go to an Eric Andre movie and being like, hey, this is an Eric Andre prank movie. I'm expecting it to be full of uh, thoughtful and pithy prose and blah, blah, blah. No. And not, like, dudes making it. shit and people going, what the fuck? And it's yeah. hilarious. It's hilarious. It would be like, it would be yeah, like trying like, to, it would be like trying to review uh, like jackass as a piece of cinematic history, which yeah. it is, but not for the reason you think it is. You know, it's just it fucking it's, it's, stupid and funny and that's okay. Not everything yeah. has to be a fucking masterpiece. I know. Anyway, it's, it's, we're it, tangent. It's a tangent. We're tangenting. You know what? If you're a critic, keep all power to you. Just maybe keep in mind that your yeah. critical point of view is based on your taste and your experience because there, I see people going out there and reviewing albums and stuff like that who have millions of followers and they're like, this is absolute shit and blah, 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 blah. And it just seems like you think that you are the voice of God for taste making when, and all these people are going to start shitting on the artist or talking crap about the developers or whatever. When these people you know, look at what fucking No Man's Sky did. They came out, they screwed it up, and now, however many years later, and it, No Man's Sky is winning video games awards for for advancing so much shit and becoming such a yeah. a good game. Like, you know, I just don't get it's anyway. Let's 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 go back to Ghost. Well, I can I can still another thing of uh, my girlfriend's playing the newest Harvest Boon game, which I was like. I want to see what the criticism of it, because the game looks like it's a fucking Nintendo GameCube game. I'm like, I want to see what the like critics say. And it's not like sh- shitty reviews. It's all like four out of 10, five out of 10. And they're like, this game sucks. And I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, how do you love this game? She's like, I fucking love it. And it's like, yeah, that's because that's who fucking farming sims are made yeah. for, for 25 year old white girls. 
Okay, it's not made for some 30 or 5 year old it's, that it's, hasn't seen the fucking light of day. It's like, what do you week. expect? It's a fucking Harvest Moon game. Yeah. Like, what do you want? But then I actually to- sat down and rest in, read an earnest review by a man in his mid-30s. And it's like, what the fuck? Why would anybody actually read this? This is shit. This is unnecessary. But I guess all I guess the the counter to what we're saying is that all critical reviews shouldn't be done by people who like the 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 actual thing because then you're never going to get any real criticism, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, what does the criticism matter until you experience it yourself? That's the point that I was trying to make. Yeah. Thank you. Ring a bell. Ding also, ding ding ding. That's what I was trying to fucking thing say about uh, like uh, game criticism is is that in music criti- in mu- music criticism and film criticism they can give like pointers of pointing where into production of it where it went wrong, but like. I don't think a single fucking game reviewer actually knows how to code. Probably not. I have no mm. idea how to code. And, and well, if I mean, it's could, becoming. You could code Pong. You can do a million times better than I could do. At and I, I think I think that it is getting to the point where people are able to look into what the studios are doing and the choices that they're making. But like, again, I think that it's interesting because there's it's different strokes for different folks and. If, yeah. if you like certain things, you're going to like certain other things. Now, of course, there are games that are broken. Like, there are games yeah. that come out and it's like, this is doo-doo, right? Yes. There are there are things that, co- that do come out and you're like, eh. But at the end of the day, how many times have we seen critics be absolutely wrong about stuff? Yeah. You know, you've seen people come out and be like, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. And then five years later, that movie is has made a hundred million dollars because it has a cult following. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's so it, 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 the, the consumer and the personal experience is so important to playing, to watching movies, to listening to music and especially to playing video games. So it's like, yeah, you could say objectively like this is pretty good, but there's got some flaws in it and blah, 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 blah. But like at the end of the day, your three and a half star game could be somebody else's 10 star. Exactly. You know, like it, it's 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 weird. So I guess I'm not. I I, I like guess my I just got favorite gotta, video game of all time is still Banjo Kazooie. There's no video game that makes me fucking filled with enjoyment as much as an obscure platformer from 20 years ago. And you know what? I I I still go back to a lot of old games too, and I I love it even though it's like outdated and not. I just think I, yeah. you know what I think, or that, like for me, Tony Hawk Underground. I literally bought a Nintendo GameCube just so just I could, so play, you could Tony play Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk Underground. Underground. <laughs> wow, but you know what? I, again, I think I would just got a little bit heated there because I saw the way that some of the reviewers were talking about this, and I was like, yeah. "How can you be mad at like an optional thing?" And I was getting yeah. really frustrated with that. But actually, uh, to tie this all back, let's talk about what we like about the game and what we don't like ab- about the game. Let's fire that off rapidly. You go first. Uh, so things I like about this game, this game is basically everything I've been wanting the Assassin's Creed series to do. I've been demanding Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft, Ubisoft, whatever the fuck they're called, make an Assassin's Creed game set in feudal Japan. And they've never done it because they're dumb and they don't want my money. So uh, Sucker Punch came in and basically made that game that I've been wanting for so, so long. 
So yeah, for me, this is just a game I've personally have wanted and I've dreamt of this game. So seeing it come to life makes my dick so hard. And yeah, the game itself, like there's not like, yeah, other than like eventually once you really get into it, it kind of gets easy because, you know, but that's, that's just like, it's, that's also just how fluid the gameplay is. Once you get settled into it, you're just like, fucking, you're just flowing with it. You really get into a, uh, a mode. And also I discovered recently, like I just started a new game plus and I realized there's a mode called lethal mode where it's not a hard mode, but it's like an accurate mode. Like everybody dies in like one or two slices. So if somebody stabs you twice, you're done. You can stab everybody twice. Other than the only things that aren't like that are the boss battles that take place in the game, which there are cool boss battles in this game too, which is fun. Very like true. you get to do some one-on-one fights, which are awesome. And yeah, the combat system is really fluid. The blocking works well. The dodging works well. You have a, like a whole arsenal of weapons that you can implement. Like if you want to, you can you can fucking not fight a single person. You could stab everyone in the back, and nobody could ever know you there. Hence the title, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, you're not the samurai Tsushima. You're the ghost. Uh, the game actually emphasizes using stealth, but sometimes, a lot of the times in the game, I just want to kind of just go into the nah, horde every, of every time people and just be like, every Let time me lay stand down the off. business right here, son. Stand, stand off. off every time I walk fucking, in. I'm like, what's up? Your swords up dog. I'm here. Let's go. What's up? Yeah. Someone put exactly. on some Wu Tang right now while I put these motherfuckers down. Yeah. You see the risen in the corner just yeah. making a fucking beat like, yo, I'm gonna sample this sword yeah. sounds, dog. Yeah, just keep fucking, going. Uh, I'm trying to get a good sample. Um, Ghostface killers just fucking spitting yeah. liquid swords. I I love. Or that's Jizza. Uh, Sorry. I love I love uh, the graphics. Uh, just absolutely beautiful. I love the world building. The amount of thought that's put into the. Um, that's put into all the places that you see all of the different village styles, like every village and every mm-hmm. kind of like environment is different. Um, I love the fact that you can go at it multiple different ways. I love all of the side quests. Um, the story is really, really good. Albeit it is bookended in the same way, kind of as you go along, but the mm-hmm. pacing and the way that it works and the way that it kind of like, naturally flows and that you can do side quests but also do a main quest and sometimes if you did a side quest before one of the main quest missions it changes that mission and just overall i just really love the way that it it works it was a bit of a a little bit of a a challenge getting to used to the 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 uh kind of combat style and the, and the riding style and doing all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think that's good. I think it's good that it's a little bit harder to get into it because once you beat that first part of the Island where you're doing all of the like learning stuff and the lighter missions, and then you get into the second part of the larger Island or the first part of the second Island that's larger, whatever, um, that you are more, it's more fluid. And that's when you start getting the more challenging enemies and things coming coming at you and i like that that by the time you're done the first island you're kind of like or the first part of the island you're like oh i'm a badass yeah i know what i'm doing i'm a badass and then all of a sudden you get to the next part and you're like wait there's dudes throwing bombs at me like there's like archers that can fire multiple in a row very quickly instead of just one at a time like holy smokes and then it causes you to adapt and start to learn how to use the stances and i just think all of it is so intuitive and I really just enjoy all of it. I enjoy the platforming that's put in when you're doing the shrines. 
I enjoy the cool, like feudal Japanese setting with all of the kind of like cultural and historical stuff in it. Uh, the artwork when yeah. the, when you're doing the, um, uh, 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 the missions where you get like the, 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 the mythical armors uh, and yeah, stuff like that, yeah, like the, the storytellers and, and shit. That's so cool. Yeah. All of it. It's all oh, just yeah, so yeah. well thought out. And the photo mode is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, like it's fantastic. It's just um, it to me it is one of the best games I've played. I I think there was like a 2 week period where I was playing like all night uh and I just loved it uh, and I'm still not done the game, but that's cuz I'm taking my time. I'm doing all of the side quests. I'm trying to get like it is one of the games few games where i'm like i want to get 100%. yeah I, I did 100 i got the platinum trophy i want 100 percent for this game so i'm taking my time and i'm enjoying it i'm uh, i'm looking at everything uh, and i just think that it's so well put together uh it really is um you know uh it it i would say in 2018 uh and 2019 my top game was red dead uh, and I still ride for Red Dead Redemption 2. That game is a banger. We will do an episode on it. Um, but I would yeah. say this past year, prob- it might not be my most played because I run a lot of Call of Duty and Rocket League with the boys. Yeah. But um, but I think it is my my favorite game that I've played. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, in the last in the last year, probably, definitely my favorite game i've played uh but like uh, yeah because i went through a big sort of like sword combat phase of games like i was playing this game assassin's creed odyssey and uh the witcher 3 all which is sort of also, around this which same is also time a banger that we're gonna have all three to games are bang on. well i guess depending on how you set, feel about the assassin's creed series but they've gone a more rpg route with that shit so but I, i'm really digging that but yeah witcher 3 sick but yeah all these sort of store games i was playing so i was actually really enjoying it because basically the gameplay is all really similar so it's kind of like where do i want to go today do i want to go to japan want to go to fucking greece don't want to go fuck someone up in some and in the pandemic that's what you world. need in the pandemic you need yeah. an escape man you're in so the like, same but, room every fucking day so you're like <laughs> yeah and uh, then the only thing uh, is that us. only like this game when it came out was like such a solid perfect 10 for me and then they eventually like, i don't even know if you've played the online mode for the no, game because that, that, that wasn't a ri- in, that wasn't a part of the original release of the game no when that the came legends out, the the ghost of yeah. Shima legends which ghost is of sushi man like which honestly i'm not a fan of it just because i don't care for co-op i hate co-op i don't like playing it but there is like a story mode sort of online thing where you're just kind of fighting stronger enemies and you're the characters you are in that mode aren't as like as strong as uh, Jin becomes in like the main story. Like you're kind of, you're playing as different classes and you sort of be after playing the story you sort of become accustomed to the whole arsenal of weapons you have and then going online and being only able to use like a fraction of the shit. You're kind of like, ah, this isn't as fun. Mm. And, like, I know you've never played the Neo games, but a lot of it kind of felt like, well, a lot of it kind of deals with a lot of the same, uh, like, 
uh, Japanese fantastic sort of uh, monster lore, ghost lore. Yeah. And I think Neo does a better job of explaining that, but that's also a whole different style of game. Yeah, I haven't want, done I haven't done the online yet. And I mean, I'll probably give it a try eventually just we, to see what it's like. We could do it cuz there's a, there's a there's a mode uh what's it called? Uh, there's like a story mode where it's two person co-op and you go through and you can sort of take out different things, but then there's a horde mode where it's just like it's like zombies and Call of Duty. It's just endless amounts of enemies, and I hate those modes. I'm just like that. Those modes to me are just boring. I don't know why they ever caught on. Like it's just stupid. Why do you want to just stay in one place and just kill? Just an end. Like I, I don't know. I, I want to feel like I'm actually progressing through something. And I want to go. I want to go back actually because this is a good leeway to you saying about progression. A thing that I, I did say when I was saying what I loved about it, but I think that this. I mean, one, if you love samurai films and you love old Japanese film, uh, there are so many kind of like nuanced, nuanced like homage or pastiche that they pull stuff from yeah. other movies and ideas and, 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 and yeah, ideas. Yeah, the same way Red Dead's an ode to Western. Yeah, this is very, very much an ode to... to the samurai films. The samurai of, films, like, yeah. And 50s, it's like specifically Kurosawa. Yeah. Which is why they specifically have the Kurosawa. And there, and I mean, even just in in general, the way that the story is told in the pacing and at the start, yeah. how you learn a lot about how to fight and stuff through flashbacks. And it, it creates the yeah. relationship between Lord Shimura and and Jin and why Jin is the leader of Clan Sakai and all the all the the yeah. kind of stuff that they do to kind of set up all the supporting cast too is really yeah. really good. Um, I think it's just the 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 way that they kind of get you into it is so cinematic, but also so intuitive that you um, kind of are uh, are uh eased into the rhythm of the game and then like i said once you yeah. get to the the you get into the next after the first little p bottom part of the island when you go up after the first boss fight um big boss fight not just like random guy but yeah. um uh, then you're you have the rhythm and then they start challenging you i just think it's it was very very smart the way that they did it um and you know i I love all of the like haiku stuff. Like I thought that was sick. I thought that was cool. Like because it, it gives you like like the options of it. Like I don't know. I've never seen the same person write the same haiku in that game. You know, it's and, it's pretty it's sick. cool. I don't know. It's just like fun. Yeah, it is. Like it's it's not like a fantastic like addition to the game, but it's like. It's something cool. It's something it's just cool. A cool little side and quest. having ha being able to go to the out of it. to the when you, you get like a headband when yeah you, you get a headband and then crazy. if you go yeah. to the 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 hot springs you get health increase if you uh, do the bamboo cutting which is really cool I like those bamboo cutting things where you have yeah. to do the combination of buttons yeah, and like then you reaction. get yeah um, all that stuff is really sick and like yes it is repetitive but like it's cool. You see them in different towns and there's different things happening in different, yeah. different views and all the shrines are, yes, you have to climb and platform and slide and use your grappling hook and do all that stuff to get to the top of the shrine and unlock, you know, but each shrine is different and there's harder shrines and easier shrines. Like it's, it's, you know, what did you want? What do you want every single one of them to be like life changing? 
the whole game as a whole, like you said, it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it builds the perfect wheel. Yeah. And that's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, sure. it's, it's incredible when it all comes together like that to play it and, and experience it. And you can really get into it. And actually, and this is the story I was going to tell you, we were talking before this started about, uh, just about our days chatting away. And, uh, so in the game, there are these shrines, the Ikari shrines, where you go and you follow a fox. Because in in uh, in Japanese lore, a fox is good luck, um, and a bird is good luck too, a golden bird, um, and and or at least in this game, I don't know how how exactly one to one the stories and culture stuff is. So. But so you find the fox and the fox oh. is a guardian spirit and the fox will take you to a shrine to the fox. You pray to the shrine and then you do that a certain number of times. You'll get these charms that enhance your weapons and um, and all that stuff. Anyway, so I, I went over to our buddy's house to drop something off to him from the parking lot, socially distanced, of course. And as I was sitting there talking to him, he looks over and he says, there's a dog on the road. And, uh, and he lives on Herb Street, which is like quite a busy street, right? And so I turn around and look, and sure enough, there's this dog walking across the road. And as it gets closer and closer, it's a fox yep. in the middle of the day. It's a, but it's like the middle of the day, and it just walked, like almost walked to us. It got to the other side of the car, and I was like, hey. And then it like looked at me and then went around my car and ran onto his his. Uh, his thingy. Yeah, I saw a fox like a week ago. No, but it's crazy that today we were talking about this and literally just before we recorded this, I was a car's length away from a full-grown fox who seemed to want to come over and sit next to me and then went... I don't know. Maybe it, you should have followed it to the shrine. Maybe it's trying That's to what I'm saying now, but like I can't go into the building near the building's COVID. I, there were a bunch of people standing outside, like doing stuff or whatever, coming in from their cars or whatever. But it was crazy. I, I was just thought I was just reminded of the game. I was like, oh my god, Ikari, yeah, fox. Anyway, uh, that's just my story about the yeah. fox that was out in the middle of the afternoon and how it relates to this game. I guess I don't know. I just thought it was I cool. Know. I like foxes, so I was very happy. I was, it was good. Um, the other thing I yeah. wanted to get into that I thought was cool about this game is uh, I really, really love almost all of the designs. Uh, there's some of them that are weaker, but like the gear and clothing choices and stuff that you can have. I think that a lot of them were really cool, uh, especially the Ronin outfits and um, the samurai armor. Yeah. And as you I like just fucking around and just making my just combining some shit that's just like go together but it's like yeah but then it looks like, cool look like a badass and here. you can have like the different masks too and the different as yeah. you upgrade stuff it looks more like i got badass. a big ass mustache oh yeah you have the the general mask with the big mustache yeah, yeah nice uh, and you can get different hats different headbands you can unlock these things there's there these um honor honor shrines uh which are you find out in the middle of random places and they give you new skins for your samurai sword. Um, and, and, uh, for your, um, what do you call it? The little, little blade. 
little uh, harikiri. No, that's. Uh, you got your katana, and then you got your little, I don't know, murder blade thing. What do you call it? I don't know. Your stealth blade thing. I'm looking at a small it. blade ghost. Well, we should also talk why, about why you even have that blade, because samurais don't carry that blade. Because uh... a lot of people maybe are probably wondering, how the fuck is this game a stealth game? Yeah, okay, go. To go into it. Well, I've been trying to talk about it, but you literally have been refusing to let me talk about this. <laughs> well, now I'm letting you go talk about it. So the game, you're probably, the samurais aren't fucking stealthy. They use the Bushido, the way of the warrior, in which everything is face to face. They don't do stealthy shit. They don't fucking sneak attack people. It's very honorable. And in this game, you play a character, and this is all first act shit, so it's not really a th- problem i don't think saying it no no go ahead you lose a battle at all the fucking samurai are really fucked up you're sort of the last samurai and not Jin, tom cruise kind of yeah not 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 that shit uh he kind of he kind of fucking doesn't believe in sort of the fucking bushido code anymore he's like these mongols are fucking us up we gotta fucking you know do some different shit so then you know he starts learning archery and different stuff and really just becoming a well-rounded guy and then starts fucking stealth attacking people which then you know gives him a whole flashback of talking to his uncle and his uncle being like yo that's not how we fucking do things you know and then that also becomes like sort of a like a moral sort of a storyline throughout the game of Jin being like fuck I'm betraying my family's way and like everything I've been taught, I'm now going against it. But and he, I'm and doing it, it to help defend my fucking island. And, and, and there's an also a bit of romance part. too. Like there's a moral code, and a lot of the side stories also have to deal with like the moral code and sort of the trauma of the invasion. Like a lot of the side quests are sad as fuck. That's very like, true. There's like a couple that are fun though too. Yeah, there's some, but a lot of the time you end up having to go back to some guy and be like, yo, man, your son's dead. Yeah. And you're like, shit. It's very, it's, it's, yeah, it's. There's I some, think there it's is pretty, some heavy, yeah. heavy parts in it too, but it's, it's great because it, like we were saying before, it all, um, it all kind of works together so that when, you know, when you're playing the game, you'll yeah. have moments of, of high and then moments of low yeah. And it just kind of like it feels so or, so yeah. organic. Like, yeah, Jin's and, almost like an ant, not a full anti-hero, but he, like definitely he kind of straddles the line. Well, and it's an like, interesting. Morally, he's good, but tactically, well, I would say that that the he's kind of uh, like a Japanese Batman. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, what you're doing is good, but you're still killing people. You know? Well, I mean, it's not even the killing people because they yeah. believe that, like, you know, a, a, a fighting your opponent face to face is yeah, but like sneaking behind a guy and slitting his throat yeah, and but his head but off. he's the only one that's left aside from a few people, and he's pretty much yeah. you're doing it by yourself, which is one of the things that I didn't understand. He's like, well, I understand that it's like it's against do use going the stealth route in the game. Yeah. I think it does affect the ending. Or maybe it just doesn't at all. Maybe they just set it up. Uh, I don't believe it 
does. Oh, so they just kind of set it up as like some something to weigh you down, I guess, as as you're. Yeah, playing. yeah, no, there there is a there is different endings, but uh, yeah, yeah, and it does like the how you play throughout the game will sort of weigh on which way you go, but yeah. But I, but I the whole thing is like if you were the only dude trying to to fight back against an entire yeah. entire Mongolian army. And, and yeah, then like, you like, I don't, th- I, I don't, I, tr- I understand why he's so conflicted because it's like going mm-hmm. against like the Bushido way. Like it's going against the way of the warrior, the samurai code. Yeah. But like, like at the same time, it's like, bro, it's one dude against literally like, yeah. An but army. then you also do see it backfire. Like, I don't know where you are, but in like the third act, Jin kind of does something that's super against fucking Bushido code. And then the Mongols sort of turn it against them. And it's just like, fuck, man. Yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up big time. I don't yeah. know if you know what I'm specifically talking no, about. No, I'm not. But. I'm just at the end of the second okay. part. So, okay. I haven't. That's also why I didn't want too many sw- spoilers, folks, because I'm yeah, yeah. still playing through it. So, yeah. Um, I'm on my second playthrough now. So, but it's uh it it is a great game. The way that they put it together is outstanding. Online, I guess we can both agree it's not nothing to phone home about. But if you like a yeah. solid single player game, I would. It is kind of like a one to one to Red Dead Two. The game's a single player game, and the online is just an added bonus. Really, yeah, it's, yeah. It's true. it's a free DLC. It's, it's okay? not That's what it is. It's not like. Uh, I said, if as as far as single player, it's a kind of like the story and the um, the 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 breadth and the depth yeah. of the story and and the setting and everything. It's kind of a one to one to Red Dead Redemption Two. Totally different yeah. setting and different kind of games. There's difference in the gameplay and stuff like that, but story wise and the amount of thought and energy that went into creating compelling storylines and characters and and settings and and all of that they're very similar but ghost of shima online is an add-on it's a dlc red dead online is a is a beast of it's, its a own. Separate game, it's a separate game at this point it's a beast of yeah. its own uh, uh of its own genus it's uh yeah. it's more akin to grand theft auto online um i think Overall, you know, oh, and we, we were talking about this earlier before, too. Apparently, uh, the John Wick Helmer oh, yeah. is, is going to make man. John Wick, man. I forget what his name is, and I'm not going to type a bunch because it but sounds really loud. They're but. in pre-production for doing a Ghost of Tsushima movie, which really they should be fine since the game itself was so heavily influenced by old samurai movies. Oh, I mean, look, I think the translation should be super easy. The creator of Um, John Wick doing a Ghost of Shima movie, Shima, I can never say it properly. Ghost of Sushi Man. Um, That I'm in. I'm down. I I mean, it it probably will be amazing for people who maybe played the game a bit or like whatever or know about it. I think that if you've if they're doing a one to one adaptation, um, and this is a good place to get into the conversation about this, is that uh, you know a lot of filmmakers and stuff like that said are saying that like cinema's gone pretty much as far as it can go uh, as a mode of storytelling, but video games 
and what's going to be coming with video games and the future of video gaming and storytelling and cinema within video games is going to be very interesting. So it's going to be cool to yeah. see the ghost, like the ghost movie versus the ghost game and how that how that feels, especially with somebody who's like actually competent in making action films and, and Kung Fu and all that stuff, choreography and has done so well, um, putting his mind to creating an adaptation of this game. That's already pretty much a movie. Yeah. Like it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how they compare and contrast and what that experience is like watching the movie versus playing the game where you are, uh, for all intents and purposes, living the movie, making the choices and doing the actions. And even though there's like a set goal at the end of it, how you get there is up to you and, and how much you take in and all of the fights and stuff like that. You are the orchestrator, you know? I think yep. that that's, it's, it's going to be really interesting as something to talk about later down the line in uh, so far as storytelling and media consumption and stuff like that, but. Anyway, yeah, I'm, no, it's it's interesting because like video games, like some like there's video games are interesting because so there's some video games where the story is super interesting. Like this one, I love the story. I'm immersed in it. A game like Red Dead Redemption, I'm immersed into that. Uh, the Witcher, something I would be like, I'm immersed into of like the story and the characters. But then there's like some games where like Assassin's Creed. That, that's just because it's the other game I'm, I'm playing. I don't care, give a shit. <laughs> About this story, I kind of <laughs> just want to go and fucking, you know, sneak up beside someone and shove an axe in their spine. But, you know, but this game, it's like, yeah, you really want to see the story. And now, like, even just thinking about it, I'm thinking how easy it would be to translate this story on the film. It's like, yeah, opening scene is the fucking beach sequence. It's the beach battle. It just opens up. The, the movie just starts in fucking hell. Just starts in the fight on the beach. Have Jin get fucked up. And then his story starts of becoming the ghost and it's very, and then, yeah, there's enough characters in it. Like this is the gonna, it should be the easiest video game adaptation there is to make without making a shitty movie. Like, well, that's up to the, that's up to the, uh, like the, 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 the source film material makers. So good there. Like, and it's great. And like, it's a fictional movie. That's the thing is that like, yeah, it's set in, the first Mongol invasion, which did happen, uh, but none of the characters are real. You just have to create a believable setting, use, you know, actual weapons of the time. And then, like, if, like, for example, in the game, you get a grappling hook, which doesn't fucking exist, you know? Even if th that weapon wouldn't even exist now. I've never seen somebody with an actual Batman grappling hook in real life that you just shoot and it works. But, you know... But then, you know, they can do something like that. And as long as, like, yeah, I don't know. If it's the John Wick people doing it. it I'm, just, I'm in. I already said I'm, I'm, sword I'm fights. in. That's all it should be. It should just be six sword fights. The Crazy same way. sword fights. Well, now, you know, they basically invented gun, gun fu or whatever. Is that what they called the shit in John Wick? Colloquially, yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's gun what fu. they call it. Gun Fu. Well, now it's just like, well, now you just get to make a fucking do the same thing you did for that, except just swords. Now you just get to do sick sword shit. Except, so it's going to be sick, but it's not going to be like fucking, I don't know, crouching tiger, hidden dragon where people are like 
fighting on. Well, you never know. Movement. I don't know what they're gonna do. We're just gonna have to wait and see when it comes out, and then. Yeah, I hope it doesn't like get. I hope they don't try to bring mythical shit into it. Well, the the thing uh, that I like about this, about the game, uh, is that like they do talk about mythical stuff, but then it's always like, oh, like, yeah, we just, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like I'm, I'm, you go to a field filled with, with lilies and then, uh, or lilacs, and then you find a scroll and the scroll says that the, this armor was, the storyteller told us that this armor warded off bandits or pirates yeah. and and then there's somebody who guards it and then they tell you where it is when you beat them in battle and so they say that there is no spirit guardian we just guard it as our yeah. family and we tell that story to ward off people like yeah. you know what i mean like they weave in the spiritual and mythical yeah, into the game which is without cool it being which is heavy handed. cool that they do sorry i was just saying without it being heavy-handed yeah you know, it, so it's cool that they like they hinted enough at the mythological stuff in the story that then like the online shit isn't totally out of left field. And it's also cool that the online shit sort of has its separate story to expand upon that like mythological stuff. So like, you know, because like if they added if out of nowhere you're playing fucking Ghost Shima and then out of nowhere in the third act you're fighting fucking ghost samurais. Like a fucking yeah. Tomb Raider game, you'd be like, "What the hell? What?" Well, it Who goes open the arc. Like, what happened? It's, it it goes. On? It's very similar. Again, I keep drawing the parallels, but it's because I'm just thinking about it now. That when you play Red Dead Redemption Two, when you play the single player, there's so many things that you can find that are like weird, spooky, uh, or like yeah. world building stuff. But but they never become a major part of the storyline, and that's yeah. very similar to yeah. when you play ghost it's like there are these storyteller elements this mythical this whatever um divine uh spiritual elements but that that's not the bread and butter of the storytelling the bread and butter yeah. of the storytelling is dealing with this mongolian invasion and coming to terms with you being the ghost of of and the last samurai and the your history as the Sakai clan and all of this stuff it all it's all very tangible and real but there's this thread that goes through it that's so kind of wispy and and spiritual and whatever but it's never in your face it's all small little things that you find or or things that people say or whatever it's never it never gets to the point where it becomes corny and i love that shit like, I love that. Like, that's like, I love being them when they're like, oh, maybe the spirits. And then someone else is like, there's no such thing as spirits. It's just bandits wanting to murder people. And like, and yeah, then, no, you know, I like how the game, you it makes you understand, like you understand why like people would think that. Like you would understand why a woman would randomly think like, oh, I woke up and all my cattle are beheaded there's a fucking monster out there. Yeah. And then it turns out you go and like do a mission and you find out there's just like bandits hiding somewhere. And you're like, yeah, I would understand why that lady thought there was a fucking monster eating her yeah. cows. I understand that. It's uh, it's very, it's very, um, which I don't, I don't think that's a mission. I think I just, made no, but there's like the sure. mission with the, where they talk about how there's a legend of these children who live near the water and they murder people. 
and they're spirits of these children who live near the river in, in the marsh and they murder people. And then it turns yeah. out it's just a bunch of bandits dressing up like children to scare everybody so they can rob them. Yeah. And, it, and I love that because like, that's actually what would happen. Yeah. Like that's actually what happens now. People, you know, use these mythologies and stuff like that to benefit them and, and in the things that they do or things happen and then the story gets passed down and down and down and it becomes something bigger than what it is and people can, you know, use that against other people or co-opt it as their own or whatever. It's a very human way of, of you know, of approaching this thread of spirituality that goes through it and it makes it really good. Like I, I just think the game stellar. I, I couldn't stop. I could yeah. sing praises of it for another hour, but we should start winding yeah. it down since um, it is getting somewhat late. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, as soon as I finished playing this game, I was like, I want to learn more about this era. So like I went on like Reddit and like made a thread and like, a history reddit and i was like how accurate is this and they're like well it's not really like the, 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 the invasion definitely happened and you know some things blah 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 but a lot of if they take a lot of creative liberties like you know obviously to make it a fun game but like i think that's probably what the game well that's what the game did for me it just made me want to fucking learn more about like i don't know it's so cool it's it's such a good world like, building. i just want to so learn cool. about some japanese samurai shit like i want to go like i want to go read the way of the bushido now and and like, i have to say that when you do pull off really good stuff like when you do get higher level and then you uh, go into fights it feels or if you put good. a nice combo of sneak attacks together like you kill yeah. five guys in a row and nobody knows and then there's just one guy left just like with everyone go and you yeah. just stab them in or face. you come in and you just do the like the standoff stuff where you get a chance to get a uh yeah. get like one or two attacks off on people yeah. before they can hit oh. you and then you do like once yeah. you get the like the mythical like the 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 sword dance moves and the all the stuff like suddenly like the you, where you just scare the, where you fucking scare the guys like they literally just bat they like you kill a guy and then they just like are like, oh, fuck. And then they yeah. literally will run away from They'll you. They'll run away from you. And it's just really like cool. Like it, it makes you feel like a badass. Like it's really yeah. that that whole rhythm of the combat. I chased down a guy sick. for like five minutes in that game just so I could stab him. <laughs> Or like when they're on the ground and they're like walking around or they're yeah, you crawling mercy and you kill guys. mercy kill them and stuff like oh, it's 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 so good. It's so much fun to play, especially if you like that kind of stuff. The combat is when you get it right, like when you when you have four dudes running at you and you perfect parry one of them and then you dodge and cut one of them yeah, and you then you run, unleash yeah. like a sword dance and you kill two more and then you jump up and you arrow the other guy in the head you feel you're like i am the samurai i am the yeah, ghost of shishima i th this is my domain you know yeah. it's like it's awesome <laughs> i'm the fucking king of this island y'all can bow down to me yeah um, that's sick yeah damn yeah um actually uh I, I did a little 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 bit of history into the first invasion of what actually happened so basically basically the mongols decided to get japan and then they just kind of fought and then it just kind of uh sort of the the first invasion just kind of sort of fluttered out like the japanese defended and then then the second one i think i actually did a paper about this in high school 
but the Japanese are able to fend off the Mongols for, for, they did pretty well. But what actually fucked up the Mongols at the end of the second invasion of Tsushima is a fucking kamikaze typhoon. That's where the word kamikaze actually comes from. It's from the it's typhoon. It's divine wind. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I know that. basically the Mongols, since their main sort of like uh, thing is that their navy was so good and that they had these giant ships and they could come and just fuck you up on the beaches. Well, this kamikaze typhoon came and just fucked up the Mongols. And then basically the Japanese just basically went around the island and just killed the remaining one. And that kamikaze typhoon is sort of what kind of started fucking up with the Mongols. Like, because I think this was at the height or the sort of decline of their, um, uh, the Mongol Empire. And so this, the second Mongol invasion was a big hit to the Mongols' uh, naval power. Which, I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that, so. I, no. You know what? A little bit of history just gives it a little bit of, uh, gives it a little bit yeah. of context. I mean, yeah, the Mongolians the are sick. Jap- feudal Japanese stuff is sick. Yeah. Uh, all, all of it, I, I yeah. I'm very the much writers into or the developers of the game when they started when they decided they were going to do feudal Japan they consulted with historians and they're like well there are historical figures that we could use and pretty much all the historians were just like man just use the setting use the events but just make up your own characters just go with it like you're not going to be able to make a historically accurate feudal Japan thing. Cause even what recorded history is, it's all sort of taken with a grain of salt. Cause again, it is so fucking feudal. Like again, first they referred to, they thought the type, ty- they didn't even know what a fucking typhoon was. They were like, this is an act of God. It's like, no, it's a fault line creating a giant wave. Well, isn't that a tsunami? A typhoon or is a storm. What's a, what's a, oh, a typhoon is just really powerful. Typhoon winds. is like a water tornado. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, both of those things are, whatever. they would think are acts of God. You're not wrong. Yes. It would be like the spirit saved us or whatever. Yeah. That's why Kamikaze is called, uh, it's why it's divine wind. Because it's like mm-hmm. a big tornado in the water. And I guess it just messed up their... See, but their I boats. never knew that. I never knew that that's where like Kamikaze pilot... Well, you know what? Derived from the today, etymology of to- that word. Today, you know, and today we've shared it with our listeners, and knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. Okay. I do need to, I do need to, we need to wind this down because it's getting a bit late. Um, I want to, I don't really have much else to say. Check out the High Strangeness singles. Uh, Check out the New Anxiety Weekend EP that just dropped um, or will have dropped by the time this comes out. Uh, um, Next week we are doing... Well, what's your final score for this? Oh, you want a final score for the game? I would say... Well, we do a final score for everything else. (laughs) um, I would give it a solid 9.5, possibly even a 10. I'm in there too. I'm 9.5. I can, I understand the hesitancy of giving something a 10 out of 10, because that means like it is like a masterpiece, a masterwork. But I think that I'm, I could confidently say that about this though. So yeah, that's the thing is that I'm like, I don't know, like you said, it didn't reinvent the wheel, but it perfectly, it built the perfect wheel. So, you know, 9.5, 10 solid game, go check it out. Um, 
and where you at? What you doing? What you saying? That's I get. I mean, I already I already said that, but okay, okay. You know, high strangeness singles, the anxiety weekend EP. Um, join our our cemetery sound Discord if uh, if you want to get in on the live radio shows and all stuff we have going on there. Um, next weekend or next week, we're gonna do uh, a music one. We're gonna get into uh, yeah. Don't don't tell. Keep it a surprise. Okay, yeah, we'll just keep it a surprise. It's gonna be a good one. Next yeah. week we're gonna do a music one, and then after that we're going to do a awesome movie. So yeah, I'm not we're gonna, gonna do my birthday pick. Of oh, the years. It'll be it'll be Otis's birthday pick. And what about you? You got anything you wanna uh, shout out? Uh, New episode of Otis Morris Hates Himself will drop on Monday. It's after a month hiatus. I've now decided I'm going to just do it again just because I can do whatever I want. It's my podcast. And, yeah, so listen to that. I think did you, Otis, Otis Morris Hates Himself is now on the Cemetery Yeah, Sound it's on the website. Cemetery Sound um, website. Otis Morris Hates Himself is now officially part of the Cemetery Sound family, as is Bird Protocol. We're starting up our little army of some podcasts. Podcasts, um, musicians. Once we yeah. all get vaccinated, we'll get we'll back be, to doing yeah, shows. We'll be having some more shows we'll like be. within the Cemetery Sound family popping up in the Discord, on the SoundCloud, on stuff. Uh, check the social medias for stuff like that. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Otis Morris Hates. And, you're and uh, palm I'm Palm Reader on Instagram, P-A-L-M-R-E-A-D-R. That's Palm Reader without the last E. And then on Twitter, I'm P-L-M-R-D-R, Palm Reader without any vowels. They're also down in the, the description of this, too, if you missed yeah. that. Um, All right. So I guess yeah, we I think will, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess now we're dropping on Fridays. So I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. And we will see you next week for a... A uh, music episode. A banger of a classic. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. And as always, uh, boys, girls, mothers, fathers, and people that don't conform to any gender norms, remember to initiate bird protocol. And uh, yeah. Keep it real. Just keep it, just keep it breezy out there. Keep the it feathers. 100. Yeah. Keep it uh, faux hunted. Feather. Shout out YG. Keep it faux hunted. All right. Everybody have a Super good weekend. Boop. Peace out. Peace. Shh.